What's up, y'all? I'm your host, Breezy J, and I am on the Breezy Show podcast, the life of a multi-talented Gemini. Um, I just wanted to tell y'all this crazy thing that just happened to me, okay? All right, so for this past week, I ain't even gonna lie, Riverside Hospital done seen me every day last week. Every day last week. I was having some pains with my stomach after, um after i had a little bladder infection or whatnot and i was taking some medicine for that but i started bleeding on it so i had to go see what was up with me i don't like that like all of this stuff happening at once like it kind of fucked me up so i was back and forth to the hospital trying to see what was wrong with me i told them i won't leave it out of there till they figure out why my stomach is hurting the way it does like oh my gosh like i'm having sharp pains it feel like somebody's poking me with a knife on both sides of my stomach so i'm in there every day all right, so I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Every time I was to smoke, like later in that day after I left the hospital, I would go back to the hospital because I'm so damn high. So I'm like, something is wrong with me. <laughs> so guys, I just came up here to say I am done. I am done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done smoking marijuana. I'm done smoking marijuana. When I smoke. I mean, I get the tripping. Like, I get the tripping real bad. So, I'm done with that. (laughs) All right. So, the last time I went to the hospital, it was on the 14th. On the 14th. So, I went there. I was high as gas. And I'm like, y'all, my stomach is hurting so bad. Like, I can't do anything. I think I'm about to pass out. I can barely breathe. <sighs> I'm gonna, like, and they're like, oh, my gosh, she's back again. She's back again. All her all her vital signs and all of that, everything's good. Why is she back in here? But I was having problems. So, like, that's what I felt. Like, I feel like I'm having problems with my stomach. And I feel like I can't breathe. I'm going to go back to the hospital. Anyway, I go back to the hospital. They run several tests on me. They take my blood, all of that, do another blood test, all of that. They didn't find anything. So the doctor gave me some medicine to put me to sleep. I'm telling you, when they put that thing in my IV and I went straight to sleep, I woke up and my mom was in the room. Okay, I didn't call my mom. I don't even know how they called my mom, but my mom was in the room. Next thing you know, the doctor comes to me and says, hey, we're going to send you to another hospital to make sure everything's okay because maybe some of the tests that we run here didn't maybe they didn't catch anything we're going to send you to a, another hospital so some officers come in the room they handcuff me and they take me to a hospital let me tell y'all what hospital they sent me to okay let me tell y'all what hospital they done damn sent me to john randolph medical center <laughs> And those of you that know what John Randolph Medical Center is, it's a damn crazy center. It's a mental institution. So I'm in there. Oh, my goodness. I done seen almost anything, everything that I could possibly see. Some man banging his head up against the damn wall, trying to bust his brains out, saying, I don't want to live no more. I'm just banging my head out. The nurses, all the nurses is coming and to hold this man up and put a shot in his butt and all the text yo yo like this is not even a place for me then you got some other man that's talking about something leave me the fuck alone that's not my fucking name stop fucking touching me and these is loud outbursts out of nowhere just 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 yelling just yelling then you got this damn girl who hot in the ass there. I hear her. She's right beside me. Her room was right beside mine. And like the guy's rooms is right across the hall. So it's late at night. Let me tell y'all. 
it's late at night. It's about 11.30. They, they lock everything up at 10 o'clock. So everything's locked up at 10 o'clock, right? We in our rooms from that point until whenever we wake up in the morning. So the girl going, the girl talking about something. Sp I'm looking like it's this bitch. This bitch finna. Oh my goodness. Here we go again. We're about to have another episode where somebody crazy do some crazy ass shit. So she talking about some to the boy across the hall. The boy across the hall say, yo, yo. So they talking now. Let's know the girl talking about some. Show me your dick. Hell, listen. Listen, the girl in the damn room right next to me talking about some. Show me your dick. <laughs> trying to fuck in the mental institution that is not the way to go i was depressed in there every day all i did was sleep and eat and work out i busted out 50 push-ups a day in there 50 push-ups a day and i hit my my crutches trying to get my little booty back into shape and all that extra shit but yes y'all I was in a mental institution, and I was not supposed to be there. My caseworkers and everything, they kept trying to ask me, what's wrong? Why, why are you in here? I told them, I don't know. I don't know why I'm here. All I know is the doctor said that I was going to another hospital to see if anything else was wrong, and then I pop up at John Randolph Medical Center. That's what the hell happened. That's what happened. So I got into good good friends with the nurses and shit. The nurses like me. I, I done sung to them and everything. They're like, you, you got a very beautiful voice. You should go on The Voice of American Idol. All this extra shit that I won't try to hear. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and then, you know, you know, besides that, I'm like, why am I in here? Do y'all know my mama sent me there? Do y'all know my mama put me in the mental institution? My mother... This is what I'm saying, and I, if I could take y'all back, I don't know if I had mentioned it on my podcast or not, but I was in jail for two weeks, like maybe a month ago, because of my mom. Like, my mom put me in jail. I had jumped on my little sister about her stealing my identity and stuff all on my on, all through my emails and on my unemployment and all that extra shit. So, yeah, I had a problem with that. I beat her ass, Okay. So next thing, you know, I'm in jail and my mom tells me the bail officer, I finally found a bail officer paid all my money that I was supposed to pay Papoose for, you know what I'm saying? We were supposed to be working together, but I had to come up with the, with the fee that he had asked for. But all that fee went to commissary. And at the commissary, I was just like, fuck it. I can't even get it back off commissary. They're going to keep it. You know what I'm saying? So I just used that to bail myself out. Do y'all know all that person needed, my bail officer needed, was a second person to sign from the outside that re- released me and my mom would not release me. She told them to keep me in there. Like, I don't even belong in there. My It's my first offense. I've never been in jail before and I was in jail for a whole week straight. And it would have been longer if I didn't kiss Ty ass to sign for me to get out. First of all, I don't even talk to Ty no more. And I just had, I just, I had to. I didn't have nobody else that would help me. I don't have no more family around here or nothing. But yes, while I was in the mental institution and they were trying, the nurses was trying so hard to get me out of there. They're like, you don't even belong in here. Like, why are you in here? Like, what's wrong with you? I said, I don't have a problem. I do know that I had some marijuana in my piss when they pissed, you know, when they piss checked me at the hospital all those times. So I know they probably seen that I was high as hell. That's probably what it was. They tried to use that as rehab or whatever the case may be. But yes. So they were trying to get me out of there. And then next thing you know, my caseworker came to me and was like, well, what's going on with you and your mom? Your mom doesn't want you to come out. She wants you to stay in here. 
for a little longer. And I'm like, why the fuck would you want me to stay in here a little longer? Please tell me that. You got something wrong with A, B, C, and D. And then you just got me uh, uh, the letter L that don't have shit wrong with her. I just smoked a little weed. I just smoked a little weed. That's all. You ain't had to throw me in there. Got all these. This got this one black guy. I guess he was damn having withdrawals. And he kept tapping me on my damn shoulder. Talking about something damn. It feels great to be in here, doesn't it? It feels great, huh? I'm like, boy, if you don't call your motherfucking ass down, I'm just waking up and I don't feel like being bothered. And you touching all on me and shit. Back the fuck up. So, yeah, y'all, that's what had happened in the damn mental institution. That's where I just got back from. I was locked up in the damn institution with a whole bunch of crazy motherfuckers that I don't know. So, y'all, to take my... Listen, listen, listen. Anybody who knows me knows I love to get high, all that... I am not smoking no damn more. I don't know if it's the person that I got the weed from, but that shit had me trippy. And I'm not fucking with that shit no more. So, you know, if y'all want to have toast up with some, some shots or whatever, we can do that. I would do that. But listen, baby, I am not smoking any more marijuana. That is just dead. That's a dead situation, dead situation, dead situation, dead, 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 damn, 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 damn. I done seen some of every fucking thing for real. If I would have stayed in there for another day longer, I probably would have went crazy with the rest of the motherfuckers in there. I probably would have been Looney Tune coming home, for real. But y'all, that that really that really um that really fucked me up. It's like another thing I want to say is like with family, like if y'all have a a strong support system, keep that strong support system. Like I don't, I do know where our family was broken at. I do know it started with my little sister and brother's dad. He really split us apart where we don't even talk or like each other anymore. And it's real sad. Like, I got so much going on with my family that it's not even funny. Like, I have my little sister that's trying to do almost everything that she possibly can. I know that, you know, either Ty or somebody has an extra key to my car and they keep coming to my car fucking shit up. Like, I keep finding myself under my hood fixing different shit like my shit is fucked up right now and i just got back to my car my car wasn't fucked up before i went into jail or went into the institute and now when i get back my car is fucked up like somebody's in and out of my car that has a key and the only person i can think about is ty because ty when I, I remember when i was we was in south carolina and i lost the key to my car and i didn't just lose it that's how i know he had an extra key to my car like he was probably taking it when i went to sleep or whatever the case may be and I got a new key. So, you know, just just hold on in there, y'all. Like, like it's okay to rock solo. Like, sometimes you need to be by yourself so you can realize who's for you and who's not for you. And, like, sometimes that could be family. Like, don't just, don't just single out, like, oh, my family wouldn't do this and that to me. Sometimes it'd be the closest people to you that do the most fucked up things to you. Like, in life, period. You got to rock by yourself, and you got to have your eyes open at all times. It's hard to trust anybody. Like, just look at what's going on. It's hard to trust. It's ho- it's so hard to trust. For me, it's very hard to trust. But I'm learning day by day that, you know, you don't need you don't need four or five people, uh, uh, 10, 11 people in your corner. All you really need is yourself and God. Like, as long as you can pray to your God each and every day and tell him the things that's wrong, and let him take over your life and let him steer steer your car. I have my Bible sitting in, the, in my dashboard at all times because God drives this car. I don't drive. God drives this car. 
anywhere I go, that's God. You can best believe it's God. It's not nobody else but God. I want y'all to like really dig deep and really start to start to believe that you got it. You don't need nobody else. You got it. All you need is the tools in life that God gives you to keep moving forward. That was a setback for me because I done lost out on money, opportunities, all of that. I was supposed to be at a show tomorrow. I'm supposed to do a show tomorrow, but I haven't sold 10 tickets, so I can't even go. Why? Because I'm locked up in this institution. It's like, it's like this. Every day that I live, I live through God. Like, you got to understand that. When God said you live forever, your soul lives forever, that's really that's really what he meant. Like, you can do whatever you want to to my physical appearance. And you could beat me up and you can take things from me and you can try to try to make me less of a person. And you could try everything in your power to destroy me. But when God said when you walk with him and your soul lives forever, that's what he means. You could do whatever you want to to this outside, this outer shell. But my soul lives forever. That's because I decided to walk with him. I decided to walk with him. I'm no longer worried about what the world has going on. And I'm no longer worried about what somebody thinks of me or... Um, what else? Or what somebody would try to do to me. You know, and... Even though I was in that hospital for some time, like, well, for a week, which was the worst week of my life. <laughs> May I say that first of all? <laughs> okay. But, you know, I learned something from it. Because before I went in there, yeah, I was having, like, my mind, I was having... I I I can't I I think I can honestly say that yes I was hearing voices like and it, it was all negative bro like everything was negative I was beating myself up like I was beating myself up about the whole mulatto thing and the and the, and Megan Thee Stallion all of that extra shit like all, not even that just the feedback that I was getting from it from the people out in my community like nobody's believing me everybody thinks i'm crazy everybody thinks i'm lying nobody is nobody is listening to me like i was beating myself up every day bro i was just like like damn like ain't nothing good in my life my baby daddy is my little sister and my baby daddy talk because when i was in the damn hospital i didn't tell him nothing about me being in the hospital nobody and, and nobody knew so why he why he called my best friend Ashley and told and asked her why I'm, what am I doing in the hospital? Ashley Ashley told me like how did he even know? It's because my little sister my little sister talked to him. I remember the one day that I was I had got London and Amari all dressed up to go with their dad because he said he swore he was coming. And next thing you know, he texts me back after they already dressed or whatnot and says oh i'm not coming today and i'm sitting in the bathroom like what the fuck because i had a show that night so he made me completely miss my show and everything why well, say that you was gonna come and get them and then you're not gonna come get them that's because you're doing that on purpose and then lexus in her room she thought i ain't hear her but she right across the hall from the bathroom and she talking about something <laughs> i knew he won't come because he texted me and told me that you see how fucked up that is? It's like my people work together 
especially my sister, they worked together to try to make to try to end my career to do stuff that's spiteful. Why? I do not know. I do not know, you guys. I do not know. I'm doing everything that I possibly can to try to make it out of here. I should not even still be in Virginia. Do you hear me? I am so talented that I could outdo your favorite rapper. I could outdo your favorite female rapper. I could outdo your, well, R&B. I sing and I sing great. I'm not, I still have some, like, being that I stopped smoking, I'm taking necessary steps to better my voice. But one day I'm going to be the best singer. I already got it and I'm 23. But every day that I walk with God, I know that he is making me better. I'm stopping smoking. Like, I finally said I am done smoking. I'm not smoking marijuana no more. I'm not smoking black and miles. I'm not smoking. I'm not. I'm not doing those things no more. It's no longer fun to me. Because I find myself being paranoid. I find myself being paranoid every time I smoke weed. No, I need to be fully focused. But yeah, she said that to my baby daddy. And then my baby daddy called Ashley, my best friend, and said, what's she doing in the psychiatric hospital? How you fucking know? I don't even talk to you. That won't none of your business. And the hospital wouldn't have told you because that's confidential information. They they would have had to release, you know what I'm saying, my You know, you guys know I'm not y'all not retarded. But yes, I was beating myself up about it. I was I was I was hearing voices. It, not hearing voices like somebody talk talking to me, but I could hear the outside. Like I could hear all the outside people saying what they say. This bitch is fucking crazy. Ain't nobody paying attention to her. Who is she? Who does she think she is? I heard that every day in my mind. It would just replay, 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 and replay. And yes, I was starting to feel that way. Like, maybe I'm not as important like I want to be. People don't believe me. People don't believe in me. How could I be from the same state as you guys or the same city as you guys? And you guys don't even believe me. How am I supposed to succeed? If y'all really don't want to see me make it, how can I compete with that? When y'all are my supporters, y'all are my fans. How am I supposed to compete with that? If my own city don't even believe in me. It's hard. It is so hard. But you know what? That just goes back to saying, and I'm and I'm getting the treatment that I need. I'm getting the treatment that I need. Thank you, God. I no longer hear those things. (laughs) And I'm no longer worried about those things. So everything in my life is for a reason. I'm not lunatic. I'm not crazy. I'm not. I'm a normal person just like you and I. There's just some things that need some improvement. Some things that that I have to learn how to deal with better. I'm growing each and every day. Things become too much. You get overwhelmed. I have two kids. 
Well, I did. Until now, I'm going back and forth with my mother for custody reasons. It's a lot on me. I love my babies. And as I talk to you guys up here, I feel more and more. I get more and more in my feelings. And, like, I believe it's okay to cry. I believe it's okay to let it out. It's like, damn, yo. Like, like I got everybody against me. Everybody's against me. It's hard to compete with that. It's hard to keep being the best person that I can possibly be and have your own family, your own family not even fuck with you. My brother is um is auditioning for Love After Lockup. Not even auditioning. They asked him to be on the show. So he's going to be on the show. I went over there yesterday. I went over there yesterday to go pick up my mail, which my mail is over there. I go over there to go pick up my mail, and they were airing. They had the big old strobe lights out, and the man holding the camera, and his girlfriend had just got out of jail. She's she's white, and the girlfriend has a girlfriend. Well, the girlfriend is trying to convince Deontay that, oh, well, let her other girlfriend come and stay with all of them. So, it's him, his girlfriend, and the girl that the girl has been seeing. But we keep, well, at least my mom, we keep trying to tell Deontay that this girl don't really love you. She's using you. How could a girl say, hey, I got a girlfriend, and we moving in to your apartment? I go over there, and he's like, not now, not now, not now. Don't you see I'm doing something? I'm busy. You don't got no mail over here. Well, if you do, I don't know where it's at. I'll, I'll find it when I'm ready. I'll call you. I'll give you a call. As if he didn't even want me to be around. That's fine. I got in my car and I left. But guys, I am... I'm trying so hard. I'm trying so hard to, like, be just Brittany... I want to be I want to be Britney and I want to be Breezy J. I want to be everything that I'm supposed to be. But everybody everything keeps getting in the way of just that. I can't even be myself no more. It's like y'all want me to be this angry person who don't give a fuck about nobody, but I actually have a heart. I actually care. I care. I do care. I do have a heart. I do walk with God. These things are not just things that I'm just pulling out of the, the air. And everybody treats me so fucked up. It's so fucked up the way the people people treat me. I don't know if this is karma or what. But I've never intentionally done people wrong. Like intentionally just hurt somebody. I'm I'm I hope that I can be a voice to someone. I hope that somebody can take my advice. Listen. I get blessings. I get random blessings out of nowhere. In between those blessings, I have such a hard time getting where I'm supposed to be at. 
For example, I had Papoose, Cassidy. I had Missy Elliott reshare something and I posted. Pretty V, she uh, she always reposts. Big Molly that works with the baby. I had the baby's manager hit me up. I've had, oh my gosh, um, um, damn, what's his name? Um, that funny, funny Marco watching my live and uh, funny Marco reposting stuff. And it's a lot. I I got a lot of different blessings in between the shadows. Like it's like blessings within the shadows. I'm stuck in a shadow right now. People taking my content and my music and I'm stuck in the shadow right now. And I'm going through so much hell within the shadow. Within the shadow, if I could separate life into the brightness or the daylight in the shadow, I would say everything in the shadow. My children's father, the way he acts and what he tries to do purposely to to knock me down as an artist my little sister doing everything she's doing to try to take my identity take everything away from me my mom going with it because she's scared of my little sister's father and he done already came back home I don't know what was done when he came back home for this time like he came this year it was about three months ago oh yeah in June and and he did whatever he did to the household. My mom had kicked me out for that time. And I don't know why she kicked me out, but she kicked me out. I'm sure it was because he was coming back home. But he could have been beating on my mom like he used to do. He probably beat her into a sense of, oh, you better not say shit to Brittany or nothing like this. And we're going to destroy who she is and all of this extra shit. He's always been that type of person. If you guys go back to my episode where I said that, anything that I had was always given to Alexis like everything was always given to Alexis like he didn't care what it was I had it he told my mom all he had to do was tell my mom and my mom froze up scared and she would do exactly that I feel like all of this is like a project of what he already put together while he was here he probably was beating my mama senselessly like y'all I'm not fibbing I'm not I'm not pulling nothing out the air I tell you guys the honest truth man And Lexus is showing that attitude right now. It's like she's like, it's like she's trying to, I don't know, bro. I don't know what's going on because I have a restraining order over there. I can't even go over there anymore. I can't even go to my mom's. I don't even know what's going on over there. I don't, I don't know shit. And I'm catching all the hell behind it. I'm not getting my money back from unemployment. I'm not understanding where my money is going, bro. I just filed that about two weeks ago now and I'm just waiting for my payment. I haven't gotten a payment since. And y'all know I've been in that hospital. My mom my mom told them people to leave me in there while I was in there. I don't even belong in there. I didn't even belong in there. Then I told you guys when I went to jail, she told me the bail officer to leave me in there. It's like she keep trying to find ways to put me out, like put me up and out of the way. Like get me out of the way. So that my little sister can step in and take over all of this. My little sister done already told my daughter, I'm taking all your mommy music. Who knows what she's putting in my kid's head right now? And she over there with them. That's really, really, this is really hard for me. I've never been through none of this shit like this. And I would say put up a fight, but I want to see everything that's going on before I put up any type of fight. 
Let them do whatever they have to do. Because what did I just say? When you walk with God, your spirit lives forever. There's nothing that you can do that's going to stop God's blessings. There is nothing that you can do that is going to stop God from from blessing. The devil is hungry. And he is working through this family. This family is falling apart because of the devil. And yes, I am glad to be away. I'm glad to be away from it. And I'm seeing everything that's going on. And I'm telling you guys firsthand. I told you guys there's nothing that I'm going to hold back from you. Because I'm a normal person just like you. Just like you. I go through things on the daily just like you. We're going to walk together with this. I hope that somebody could take from what I just said. Get yourself together because the devil is working and he is working through people. I got more music coming for you guys. I got who is Breezy J. The life of a multi-talented Gemini gold edition coming. And all of that is R&B. I am firsthand singing my heart out to you guys. I'm telling you guys exactly how I feel. I want you to know exactly how I feel. This is so hard to deal with. But I'm doing everything that I possibly can. I just ask that you guys keep walking with me and keep believing. Keep believing. You might hear me driving because I'm actually trying to get some. I'm actually about to close out for you guys. I just wanted to say that, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, don't let nobody stop you. I promise that you're close. I promise that you're going to get where you want to be. I promise. I promise to you that if you work hard for anything that you do, keep it going. Do not let nobody else stop that because the devil is working. He is working. He is working and he working so hard and he's using people to do it. I wish I could like, I wish I could like, I wish I could fix the world. No matter how messed up it is, bro, I'm telling you, like, people go through these things on the daily. God is working.
I need some Wi-Fi, y'all. <laughs> I need some Wi-Fi if I want this to connect. Shit. Here we go. We're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. I am your host, Breezy J, and you were listening to The Breezy Show, The Life of a Multi-Talented Gemini, and I will be back. I will be back with episode eight. This was episode seven. And I just want to thank all my fans for just listening and being a part of my life. Being a part of my life. Come on. Y'all hear those vibes? Stop you from what you got to do, baby. Because you is the sugar honey iced tea. Okay? Okay? You heard it first. Your host, Breezy J, in this motherfucker. <laughs>